0: Up and if you serve people well, your success is a foregone conclusion, irregardless of how impossible you think it is. Welcome to the Jasmine Star Show, where we talk about life, business, and everything on the in between. Today's episode is a recording from a recent Facebook Live. Now, hold on, hold on! Don't don't go swiping away. Don't roll your eyes and think, "Why is this girl sharing a Facebook Live with me?" Um, give me a second because I have to be raw and honest with you. This podcast started as an experiment. This podcast came from the deep desire to test content. I, and I wanted a place or a space for me to get creative. And I wanted to learn more about you. Yeah. You, the future of this podcast isn't about me and it's not about my desires. I want to use this podcast to give you as much value and share everything I know. Why? Okay. I'm going to do it to you straight. And sometimes I'm just a straight shooter and things come out and then I'm like, Ooh, should I really have said that? But like, I'm only speaking my truth and I'm being my true self. I am tired of seeing people not pursue their dreams. I'm afraid of what the world's going to look like when talented people sit in fear and dwell in doubt. I refuse to let the excuse of, I don't know how, Get in the way of why you were put on this earth and what you were supposed to create. This podcast is here to kick your booty into high gear. I want to remove like limp excuses and I want you to think to yourself, well, hot dang, if that hot mess of a girl can do it, why the heck can I? Yeah, friends. That is what this show is about. If a hot mess can do it, so can you. And I know you, y'all know, I, I practice what I preach. I only ask you to do what I have done for years. That has helped me grow my business. I am a huge proponent of going live. I mean, sure going live is, is awkward. It is just awkward as the first day of junior high and it is scary and you sweat profusely in unmentionable regions. But here's the thing about going live. It's powerful. The ability to connect with your followers in real time. I am telling you on social media that it's unparalleled. It is an unparalleled experience. Now, because I know how awesome it is. I go live one to two times per week on Instagram and once a week on Facebook. Every Wednesday on Facebook, I host a weekly installment of Ask Me Anything. So this is a weekly installment where followers can submit questions in advance and then I answer those questions live. And then I also answer questions from live viewers as well. So what you're about to hear is a recent Ask Me Anything. But for some reason, this particular installment got such a massive response that I'm sharing it now on the podcast because it's a flash fire Q A. Fire. I say fire like I'm just, you know, like I'm 21 living in Brooklyn. Fire. No, but I'm not. Uh, maybe I should. It's a flash fire Q&A. Um, this Q&A gets into everything from how to overcome procrastination, Influencer posts for payments, using Instagram geotags to grow your business, LinkedIn. I mean, we go into a lot of stuff really fast, highly effective. So without further ado, let's dive in. Okay. We here. We here. Let's dive into the questions. Carmen asked, do you ever procrastinate? If so, how do you get so much done? Okay. The answer is we all procrastinate to some capacity. Everybody does at different points in time, but I have learned to quickly calibrate. The minute that I know I'm going out of my way to avoid something I need to do is the minute I say, time out, because I have come to believe that procrastination is the highest form of selfishness. Now, I know that that's crazy, and I know it's weird, so let me explain. I believe that procrastination is the highest form of selfishness because every minute I waste is robbing others from my greatest purpose and every minute you waste is robbing others of your purpose it is robbing your children it is robbing your partner it is robbing your community it is robbing the people you are intended to serve every minute that i find myself wasting time i realize that there is going to be less people who will be able to believe that the impossible is actually possible for them. My life's purpose is to tell people, whatever you think is impossible is actually possible for you and your business. I don't care whatever your big, crazy, ridiculous idea is, I will hold space and say, if you do the work, and if you show up, and if you serve people well, your success is a foregone conclusion, irregardless of how impossible you think it is. So every minute, that I waste on myself randomly scrolling through Instagram, randomly scrolling through the television, randomly flipping through a trashy magazine, right? Like who, like, let me just be real. Who doesn't love a good Us Weekly? You know what I'm saying? But if you're in Us Weekly every single week and doing all the other magazines, like it's not serving your highest purpose. And so my advice to you is whenever you find yourself procrastinating, don't think of yourself think of the people you're robbing who you're intended to serve. And somebody once had told me this particular quote, and let me just tell you, because some of us are like, I don't struggle with procrastination. I don't know what you're talking about. Jasmine, I'm a perfectionist. That's why I don't get stuff done. And here's a quote that I would like to share with you, is that perfection is just procrastination in disguise. All the time that you are sitting here Trying to make something perfect is just you saying, I'm not actually ready to put it out. And I have come to know and believe that there is no such thing as perfect. Done is better than perfect. You will not know how to make your product or service better until you take it out to market. So while you're sitting here trying to do all the things to make it perfect, perfect, please know that it doesn't exist and you're just wasting valuable time, which goes back to the thing that I started this conversation with is that every minute I waste or you waste is robbing others of your greatest purpose. If you're trying to make it perfect, you're wasting time and not standing in all of what you do. Can I get an amen or I'm out here just talking to myself Okay. Um, Rachel said, magazine time only happens when I'm getting my hair done. I love it though. Exactly. And thank you, Rachel, for bringing that up. I don't want to give the impression that I'm ever like, I am a robot. This is what I do. All I know is that if I give myself time to relax, if I give myself space to do something decadent, that's not procrastination. I am making a cognizant idea to rest. I want you to make cognizant decisions to rest. Love that. What I don't want you to do is just randomly amble around your house and be like, I don't know what to do. I have so much to do. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to pick up a magazine. No. Make time for rest. Be cognizant of it. But anytime you find yourself procrastination, mm -mm, you're robbing people of what you are here to do. Uh, Josephine said, I'm curious about your decision to not have any sponsors or collaborations as everybody is chasing this kind of status as an influencer. Well, I admire you a little bit more just because you don't sell us stuff all the time, but also curious about why you say no thank you to that source of income. Okay. So Josephine and anybody else who's interested, I want to start this conversation very specifically. I do not have an issue if people are aspiring to be an influencer. I do not have an issue if you create revenue streams that you're getting paid to be an influencer or to promote products. I don't have a problem with that. So I want to be very clear. I can only talk about my experience, why I do not do paid promotional posts, because I believe, and I'm going to say this over and over again, and I'll say it a thousand times that I believe my brand is worth more than a paid promotional post. My brand. Now what is a brand? A brand is somebody's perception of you, of your name, of your business. A brand is an experience. So if you go to Instagram and once or twice a week, what am I selling you? A bottle of water, a pair of jeans, this amazing coffee, this amazing cheese. Have you taken your gummy vitamins today? Every time I sell you something and the thought becomes, is she really eating these gummies? Is she really wearing those jeans? Does she really like that cheese? Every time you think that about me, you trust me less and less and less and less. My brand is only here on this planet to make you believe in yourself. If you don't believe in me, I will never be able to get you to believe in you. That is why your purpose, like your vision, your goals is more to me than getting paid from Kraft cheese, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanna be very honest with you too. I do not wanna say that at some point in the future, I will not get paid. If a great opportunity comes and it's in total alignment to the message that I preach and to the things that I do, cool. I'll be very 100 about it, but literally I haven't done a promotional post. I don't even know, like maybe three, four years. No idea. It's been a while, but that's not to say I'll never do it. I just think currently, given the current state of the internet and social media, that influencers aren't paid enough. They're not making it worth it. So I want to be 100 with you. The average going rate of a paid Instagram post is about one and a half cents per follower. So if you have 200,000 followers, you're gonna be paid eh, somewhere around $2,200. Now $2,200, $2,300, that's a lot of money. But it's not enough money to promote a post to 200,000 followers. I wanna be very honest and let you know that influencing right now in the current state is not as lucrative as everybody thinks. Some people are making a lot of money with it, but that's because their account has become known and synonymous for being an influencer for selling you things. And people are like, Oh, I go to this person because I want to know what lotion she's using, what lipstick she's using, what hairspray she's using. That's fine. But if you are just out here chasing a dollar last week, I got hit up by Poshmark like, I don't even really know what Poshmark does, but I always want to be 100 and let you know what goes on behind the curtain. Poshmark reached out and they said, we will give you $2 for every person who swipes up on your Instagram story ad. I... Oh, I'm sorry. I think you need to repeat that because I thought you told me you're going to pay me $2. 2 So what happens is they want to pay for performance. And I get that. They will only pay if somebody swipes up to an ad. But what they're not compensating for is the exposure to people, even those people who did not swipe up. That is inequitable. So influencers are getting taken advantage of by big media agencies. I don't play that game. One, because it's not fair compensation. And two, my brand is worth more than a paid promotional post. And number three, lest we not forget that the less you trust me, the less you believe that you can attain your goals. My only objective is to make you believe that you can do the thing that you have been set out to do. Okay, let's go into, oh, actually, let's go into a live question right about now. All right. All right. Okay. Um, please, if you have questions, leave them here. Alexis, can we use content that we get from social curator to LinkedIn since LinkedIn is so different from Facebook and Instagram? I have to be on LinkedIn since I'm also business to business, but it's so hard to write content for LinkedIn. How do you suggest we use the social curator content for LinkedIn? I absolutely love LinkedIn. My team and I, specifically Paige and I, work on a strategy for LinkedIn. It is absolutely amazing to connect. And even if you're like, I'm not even sure if my business should be on LinkedIn, you would be so surprised how much organic reach you get. Like if you're like, Jasmine, I'm a photographer. Why do I need to be on LinkedIn? Um, number one, clients like brides, moms, grandmas, they do a lot of like their photo shoot planning at work. Um, also, it, when you create content that's native to that platform, so if you're a photographer and you do brand photography, why not talk about as an executive, this is how you pose during photo shoots. I'm on LinkedIn sharing social media content, because if people and businesses are on LinkedIn, there's a good chance that they really want to be on other social platforms and they don't really know how. Alexis is asking if she can use Social Curator content like the caption templates and photos to create posts and visuals, and the answer is yes, you can. When you are a member of Social Curator, you have those images to use and customize for y'all' business. All business. All right, let's get into Sherry Smith. Jasmine, I have more followers from outside my target area than my target area on Instagram how can I target my local audience on Instagram? I am an interior designer who mostly works with in-house consultations. And to that I say, even if you are not an interior designer but you have a business that is at a physical location or you have a business that you're really depending on people locally, y'all, I can't even tell you how amazing it is when you can use Geographic hashtags and geotags, they are truly the most powerful tools. This goes back down to targeting exactly who you want to speak to. Now, that graphic was not designed by me, it was designed by Medium, but I saw it on Google Images and I was like, oh, cute, I like it. Okay, so I gotta give credit to our credit's too. When you have a business that's specific to a location, let's just say I live in Newport Beach. Let's say I had a coffee shop that was local to Newport Beach. I would want to make sure that I am hashtagging Newport Beach, Newport Beach Coffee, Newport Beach Coffee Shop, Newport Beach Roasters, Newport Beach caffeinated. I would be going so 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 tight within specific hashtags. Now those hashtags aren't big, right? They're probably they're probably less than ten thousand entries on that hashtag, but it's so specific. So Sherry is saying, I'm an interior designer. Well, then let's just say I was an interior designer in Newport Beach. I would write OC, which up here is Orange County, OC interiors, OC designer, Orange County designer, Orange County interiors, OC interior designer, Orange County interior designer. Now, once I would have that, I would then find hashtags for other decor stores in my neighborhood. So if I'm a designer, I'm actually not making furniture. I'm sourcing furniture from stores here in Newport beach that I think my dream customer would use. So let's use an example here in Newport beach. There's this, there's a store called house of Morrison. It's way fancy. I mean, it's so cool. Like you walk in and like your wallet just melts out of your back pocket. You're like, I can't afford any of this. If I was, if I was an interior designer, I would be hashtagging hashtag house of Morrison because if a customer is looking through the house of Morrison, Morrison hashtag and comes across my content and thinks that I furnish homes with house of Morrison design wear, she can hire me and I could buy her the stuff from house of Morrison and fix it up in her house. I would also go into other boutiques. Like there's another store called Juxtaposition in Newport Coast. I would hashtag Juxtaposition Furniture. I would be inserting my account into local store conversations where I think we share a dream customer. Now, if I'm an interior designer and there's another interior designer with his own hashtag, I am not using his hashtag in my business. That's shady. Like don't use somebody else's hashtag if you guys do the same thing. Will I use somebody else's hashtag if it's the same dream customer and we service them differently? Heck yes. When it comes to geotagging, I would geotag House of Morrison. I would geotag Home Depot. I would geotag juxtaposition furniture. Absolutely. I'm going to be inserting myself in the local conversations since my business is very local. Okay, here we go. Um, somebody was asking about my lighting on these videos. So number one, I use software called Wirecast. That is how I am able to flip between screens, just like this. Uh, It's a little bit on the pricey end, but I use it all the time, and so I consider it a good business expense. People are wondering what my lighting is like. Let me show you what it is. I got a bar cart from Target on sale for 75 bucks. I put my computer on top of a bar cart, I move a chair, I sit in front of a window, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so that's basically my you know, ghetto fab setup. But hey, it works. Uh, Let's get into Charlotte's question. Thank you so much for the content and the teachings you put out there. So inspiring and helpful. I'd love to know what your first point of content creation, email, blog, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. I know you create content for all these platforms and you reuse your content. So where do you start first and which one is your main focus? Okay, Charlotte. I love this question because it really gets to the root of what so many people want to know. And what a lot of people want to know is, Jasmine, I don't have a lot of time and I feel like I'm not maximizing my content. And to that I say, I feel you. Let's talk about how we can do that strategically. So let's start with the main point. And the main point is to start with long form content and then break it down into smaller pieces. So what does this mean? Well, for different people, long form content looks different. Some people use a video that's long form content and then they break it up into smaller pieces. Some people write a very long blog post and then they use that blog post and they turn it into a video or they turn it into micro pieces for a newsletter Some people use a podcast, right? Like a 45-minute conversation and they transcribe it and they make it into a blog post and then maybe they'll make that into micro pieces of Instagram content. I'm gonna walk you through what my process is. Usually, nine times out of 10, my long-form content is a video. That's why you will see me heavily. Some people are like, yeah, but video takes time. And I'm like, yeah, video takes time, but you get to use it as a long-form piece of content and then once I put out a video, like the videos I put on on Facebook, I will transcribe what I said in the video, get notes from that, and make that into a blog post. Because when I'm posting out videos, it's not searchable via SEO, search engine optimization. So when somebody goes to Google, they can't find my video. So I get the transcript, make that into a blog post. So when somebody's searching, they can come across my blog post and they could see the video. I also take that video and I upload it to YouTube. And then that video at a later point in time will be uploaded into LinkedIn and LinkedIn will get like a micro piece of content that's related back to the video. And then that same video is edited into an IGTV, which I post at a later point in time, and then I take pieces of the blog post and turn that in to maybe two Instagram posts or two Facebook posts. So just to make sure we're on the same page, let me walk you through the process again. We have long form is the video that I turn into a blog post, that I turn pieces into a newsletter, which I turn pieces into Instagram posts, which I turn pieces into Facebook posts, which I turn pieces into a LinkedIn post, and when I talk about video, That video goes into Facebook, and then later goes into IGTV, and then goes later into YouTube, and goes later into LinkedIn. Y'all, I post a video, and then it takes about a full week and a half or two weeks for it to be dispersed on other platforms, including platforms like Twitter. This is not about working harder. This is about working smarter. So. I, uh, Christy Cross says that she's working on videos now. That makes me very happy and Melody Olson is jumping in. I love that. Now what you guys are not seeing right now is that my videographer is here in my house today because what am I doing? making long form videos. Um, So this is where I decided, now this is not to say that you need videos to become your long form. Some people are really great writers. So write a really long blog post, turn that into a newsletter, turn it into a podcast, turn it into social media posts. Some people are amazing podcasters. Great, do your podcast. Hire a VA in the Philippines for like 4 or $5 an hour to transcribe it all, turn that into a blog post, turn that into a newsletter, turn that into micro pieces of Instagram posts. I mean, legitimately, whatever your power play is, I'm just saying it's easier for me to talk, create content, and then create sub pieces of content around that to show up and make sure that we're on the same page and things are going really well. Yes, Christy says, it's all about like a learning experience. And Lorena said, where do you record your video first on camera and then embed it everywhere? So there's two ways to make this happen. Right now, I am going live on video. I am making video in real time on my laptop. And you want to know what? This video will be downloaded from Facebook and uploaded into YouTube. Working smarter, not harder. So, you have a very, very basic way. If you've got a laptop or if you have a phone, you have the ability to make video. So, that is going to be the lowest hanging fruit. Then, like today, I'm doing a live video recording in real time. And also today, I'm working with my videographer, which is going to be a fancier video right? But just because you don't have a videographer does not mean that you cannot produce video. So I am producing video in real time, also working with a videographer, taking whatever I have to making it work. I'm recording here in my living room, just using the mic on my laptop, using window light. And this piece of video, oh, here's something else. A couple weeks ago, I did a Facebook live and people were talking about mass viewing on Instagram. And I called this out a long time ago. I was like, yo, something's going on. There's bots that are looking and searching for specific Instagram stories. And we'll all target that story, but they're really just bots. So everybody thinks that they're getting a lot more Instagram story views than they are. Well, what comes to find out is Instagram went just this past week. I'm going to make a video about that today. Put a kibosh on mass viewing on Instagram. And everybody was so bummed. They're like, oh my gosh, I was getting like 700 views on my story. And now I'm getting like 70 And I'm like, yeah, that's a bummer, I'm sorry you feel bad. But that's like going into a party with like 10 people and 100 mannequins. And then you're like, oh, I'm so sad that the mannequins aren't here anymore. They were never gonna talk to you to begin with. So I created that video on a Facebook Live that I ended up putting out on YouTube. And then what I predicted in the past would happen. I was like, Instagram is not going to let that happen. Dude, less than a month later, Instagram came out, put the kibosh on it. Everybody saw this big impact on their Instagram stories. So what I'm going to do with that piece of video is I'm going to take that clip from that video. I'm going to be talking to my videographer about mass viewing and what we can do on Instagram stories that videos gonna be me today. And then I'm going to have him take that clip of a Facebook live ghetto, fabulous Facebook live and put it into one of our produced videos. There is anything that I want y'all to like really step into. Um, Yes, Tana Marie was like, that's why my reviews were so high. And now they went back down. Listen, no, you're not alone. It has nothing to do with your content. It has nothing to do with your account. You are amazing. You are good. And you are enough. There's just some other shady, snarky people out there trying to get popular with Instagram hacks. Do not do that. You do you. You are enough. Continue shining. Okay. Um, yes. Kelly Miller says that she loves the mannequin analogy. Kelly Miller. I can't take credit for the mannequin analogy. Our creative director, Tammy, was the one who said it yesterday. I was like, girl, I'm going to take that and run. Speaking of taking that and run, my videographer is here. He's all set up. I'm going to take this and I'm going to run. I'm going to turn the air conditioner. Y'all, it's like freaking 90 degrees in California. Okay. This is California in the fall you're out here sweating. Good Lord. I hope wherever you are, there's a little bit of peace of California in your heart. I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Well, 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 I hope you liked this episode of the podcast, but if you didn't, like legit, no worries. This was an experiment. And we may never feature another Facebook live rebroadcast ever again, if you hated it. And this is where I'm going to be like, listen, I only, I only treat others the way I want others to treat me. So when I'm really honest with you, I want you to be really honest with me. So tell me if this episode was not your cup of tea, I got thick skin, boo boo. I want you to holler at your girl. And here's the thing. If you or don't feel comfortable saying, I didn't really like this podcast, how about I invite you to shoot me a DM on Instagram or you can email me podcast at jasminestar.com and just say, I really like this type of episode, right? So you don't have to say what you didn't like. You could just say what you prefer more of. But if this was your cup of tea, Holler at me either way, at Jasmine Star on Instagram and podcast at jasminestar.com. We really, the team and I just want to hear from you. Like we want to create content that you find valuable, not for the simple sake of being valuable, but to omit any excuses or stories that you could possibly tell yourself that you are not enough, that you are not doing enough, you are not growing fast enough. Those are stories. What we want to do with our content is reprogram the story you're telling yourself to say, I am worthy of and will accomplish my wildest dreams when I believe that the impossible is possible for me. Friends, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to hearing from you soon.